Hello Trenders, by the time you watch this video we will be half a week from the name reveal and third trailer for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. In the past few days I have gotten together video ideas for at least one video a week right up until the Game Awards so I hope you'll look forward to future content and enjoy today's video, which is the first of many in which I'll be speculating on Tears of the Kingdom. If you enjoy Zelda content and want more weekly, then do subscribe, and I hope you enjoy. Right after the delay of this game, and yes, I did almost script the name Breath of the Wild 2 into this section, I made a video being very hopeful about the next game, since Algeo Numa himself came out and stated that the world will be expanded in some more meaningful ways than just the sky, and while we could only really do distant speculation before, now I can theorycraft a lot more, and considering a lot of you really enjoyed that last video, I thought a follow-up would actually really fit this time around. Plus, I have some evidence as to what we could be missing when it comes to exploration in the next game. Keep in mind that this is just speculation and that we won't know for sure until another trailer for the game, or maybe all the way up until release, but man isn't it fun to speculate though. Now let's get back on track. Up until this point, we haven't really been given a solid way that Tears of the Kingdom's world could have been expanded beyond the sky. Obviously, we've all had our own mini-theories, but at the end of the day, they're just that theories. So going into this trailer and considering the amount of emphasis that Alnuma seemed to put into the fact that the world would be expanded in a number of ways both gameplay wise and exploration wise, I thought it was a done deal that we would definitely see this new method of exploration or maybe some new abilities at the very least. And while personally I really liked the name reveal trailer since it gave us some stuff lore wise to speculate over, I definitely get why some people seem to think it was a little underwhelming after the wait. We got around 30 seconds of new gameplay footage which is still really appreciated, but this trailer kind of replayed a lot of the same themes that the last one did. You can wander around the sky, here are some structures. This time we did get a more in-depth look at the Sky Islands, but not by too much, only giving us glimpses at areas from the last game and some clearer looks at places that were in the last trailer. I think people were expecting to see a dungeon or a village or two, or just something brand new. Well, we did see that sort of thing through tiny details spotted by keen-eyed theorists after the trailer. We still haven't been completely wowed by an even further expanded world in Tears of the Kingdom. I want to preface this next section by saying that I'm not one of those people that absolutely needs another section of the game honestly. I could quite easily be happy with the Sky Islands that are confirmed in the next game and if there doesn't happen to be any massive meaningful expansion in the world, I will take the game and likely end up being happy with it. Heck, no matter what, I'm guessing that I'm going to be overjoyed to even have the game in my hands by the 12th of May. Saying that, I'm going to take series producer Algeo Numa's words very seriously for the rest of this video, so after the trailer we've been given, what do I think we can expect from the expanded world he teased so long ago now? Some people might think that this was just a phrase used to tide us over with the delay news. Also, a uh, post-production travel trends here. The Nintendo website, as seen here, can also be seen reiterating the point that Tears of the Kingdom will be in an expanded place as well as the skies, so that's interesting. It seems like it will be a big deal. Well, I have an answer, or a piece of my own speculation if you will, and I have some evidence to go along with it too. I've made sure to compile a ton of points after discussing this with my Discord in the week, and made some notes of my own that I think are very important to talk about when it comes to this topic. So let me explain to you why I think that caves, and potentially even an entire cave section of this world, have actually been confirmed in the last trailer. Because oh boy, there are kind of a lot of bits of evidence. Let's start off with the one bit of evidence we've had in the past. We saw Link fighting an enemy in a cave in the E3 2021 trailer for the game, and while this shot said a lot weapon-wise, it only just about showed us the cave and then stopped. While many of us fans may not have spotted this as it was happening live during the direct though, there's potentially been a brand new cave that we've never seen before found in the footage we were given in the week. You probably do know about it now if you watch other Zelda tubers, so here you go. 
There is a cave sat right there in Faron that just wasn't a thing in Breath of the Wild. Some people seem to think it's a landslide, but what would be the point of breaking that section of the wall in the map? I personally think this is a really good point towards there being caves and more underground sections in the next game. The fact that this area wasn't in the last game speaks volumes to me. It's true that Tears of the Kingdom is a brand new title, and so they'll need to change the overworld up, but I truly mean that the best way to change that overworld up is by adding caves. There weren't many caves in Breath of the Wild, and it's just one of those things that I personally thought there was a giant lack of on a first playthrough, and even on every playthrough since. It's such a big thing to me that I find a reason to bring it up every time there's a new trailer for this game because it brings boundless possibilities. Do I think it'll be a huge mass of land underneath Hyrule that'll be connected everywhere now that we've seen it? No, but I think there could at least be tunnels that connect to each other. Maybe you get a reward for deciding to venture through these tunnels. I mean, we haven't been explicitly shown what the shrine equivalents are in the next game, so running into caves would be the next step into natural progression, somehow making the world just that little bit more natural than the last game, which is already a feat in of itself. Another thing that points to the fact that the underground could be a thing in the next game is the assertion that Death Mountain could be a dungeon like Hyrule Castle. As we can see through the box or key art for the game, Death Mountain isn't about to erupt like a lot of people thought on a first viewing of the trailer. Instead, the mountain is oozing malice, much like Hyrule Castle is. So if we make the assertion that it could be the dungeon for the Elden region next game, like I think a lot of people have made, then we need to find a way to get inside of the dungeon. Sure, there are a few ways to explain it. Maybe we just jump in through the top. I don't think that's likely since we already know just how much malice hurts Link after the last game. Don't even remind me. Another thing that tanks this a little is that the Gorons could easily dig their way to the dungeon technically, but my theory on this is that there will be a back entrance to the inside of the mountain somewhere within Goron City that just isn't visible to us yet in Breath of the Wild's world, much like in Ocarina of Time. I personally think that we'll likely be doing trials to get into dungeons like we did in Breath of the Wild, but I think it'll be handled very differently this time. As an example of this, in the trailer we saw a massive storm brewing as the hero launched himself into the air. Trust me, I know, there's so much in this trailer I have to actually skip things that could spiral off into a series of videos if I let them. But nevertheless, I think the trial of that place, which I think could actually be a dungeon, would be to find a way in without being blasted by any of the lightning that seems to be brewing in the clouds. In the case of Death Mountain, I think that the trail will be to get through a cave, brimming full of challenges. Maybe to link the center of Death Mountain and Goron City, the cave is just a giant tunnel with challenges that you have to take on in a set order, or it's more like a mini divine beast so we'll still get some of that small-scale puzzling. I'm learning how to do animation at the minute, and as much as I would like to be able to animate all of this stuff, I physically can't. One day I will be able to for you guys, but not yet. For now, I hope you're satisfied with the Fire Temple gameplay. <laughs> The Underground is a huge opportunity for the Zelda team. While Elden Ring at the start of the year wowed everyone with the fact that you could explore caves whenever you saw them, you usually didn't get the item that you desperately needed at the end of that cave. In comparison, if these caves are the new shrine equivalents, or if they're just used to expand the world in an exploration sense, they will be widely accepted by the community, I feel like. We just need a real reason to be able to go back and explore every single cave, because no matter what, if there are caves in this game, there is absolutely no doubt that I will scour every single little bit of them. Comment down below if I miss anything you feel I should have mentioned. While I won't be disappointed if large-scale caves aren't in the next game, having just these little small ones would really make me feel happy, and I think it's the next best way to evolve the formula first seen in Breath of the Wild, and it's one of the first things that came to mind when I was thinking about where my hype lies for the next game in the series. As sad as it is for me to say, let's end this first video in this new era of speculation on The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Here are some thoughts about what an expanded world in Numa's words could mean for the next game in some of the eyes of my Twitter followers. 
Thanks for the responses, guys and girls. Sorry if you didn't get picked this week. If you'd like to be in the chance with being featured here next week, then please do go follow my Twitter in the description. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed, then please do support the channel by leaving a like rating and subscribing. You'll get news as quick as possible for Tears of the Kingdom, and you'll join the 25% of people who are subscribed, so thank you a ton if you do. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for the support, guys. Sumji and Jared Whedon are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons. Just look at the Triforce colored names in that Triforce font. Thank you so much for the support, it means the world. If you'd like to join them, then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month. The link to my Patreon and other social platforms are in the description, plus I recently made a membership in which you can become heroes on the channel. Just press that join button if you want to join like all the other wonderful people here. Thank you so much for watching this video, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you on Sunday for even more speculation. Please do, stay safe.